Welcome everyone, 3CT Pod. This is the uh, the first week of new content again, uh, as, as we did the, the first new live show uh, last week, and now we are, uh, we're doing this uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday podcast. So again, if you, if you missed the live show, you should be going back and checking that out. But uh, Thursday nights live from, uh, from 8 till 9, and then we record... And uh, put out a podcast on uh, Tuesdays, so make sure you are not only subscribed to our YouTube or Facebook, following us there, Twitter as well, but subscribed on all podcast platforms, uh, and we certainly do appreciate the support. Head to 3CountThursday.com, check out the merchandise uh, and everything uh, there. Um, so what this show, what the Tuesday shows here are going to be, is going to be about same thing as Thursdays, but it's going to be about an hour, and, and these are more... Uh, evergreen topics, not they're not necessarily time sensitive. So you're not going to get pay per view predictions here. You're not going to get pay per view reactions here. These are just going to be kind of things that uh, can live and 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 breathe whenever we want them to. Um, so the, the 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 first thing tonight, guys, uh, as the post WrestleMania season is is upon us, uh, there was some discussion this week that. Uh, John Cena is possibly returning uh, this summer again for um, his uh, the the summer of Cena or whatever whatever they called it a year ago. Looks like they're possibly bringing it back again this year. Um, and and some people were saying that John Cena should be the guy uh, to end Roman's reign uh, to become the new undisputed unified world galactic champion of the universe. Um, and uh, get his 17th world title reign, and um, you know, and and then you can Roman can win it back, or somebody else can win it, or they can split the titles, or whatever is going to end up happening uh, with with the belts, um, you know. But but John Cena would be the the catalyst of change. Uh, for me personally, when I saw people talking about this, my reaction was uh, absolutely not. Why why does John Cena need to be the guy? I still. And I've said it for years that I think he will. I think he should um, get his 17th at some point. Uh, WWE loves to break records. But I, I just don't see personally the point of him being the guy um, to end Roman's, end Roman's reign. Like To me, the, the, the person that should end it, if, especially if it's a this unified title thing um and and i i still don't think that's necessarily the way they're going to go but if you're going to run that all the way through wrestlemania next year which is kind of the belief like make it make it mean something make it be somebody on the up and up build somebody to that point i mean we just saw austin theory uh last week win the united states title i'm not i'm not necessarily suggesting he should be the guy but i did not see that you, I'm not shocked that you did not see that, Ryan. Um, but like somebody like that that that's has decades possibly ahead of them um, in this company. Why, why not? Why not build somebody to the point where it's believable that they beat Roman, but that you can market that that you can go back to that moment as um, a WrestleMania moment or a SummerSlam moment or a Royal Rumble moment or whatever. But like this was the guy that beat Roman and it launched their career. Like. It does like is John Cena believable as the guy to end Roman's reign? Sure. Is it necessary for the guy that end, ends Roman Reigns Roman's reign 
to be at the end of his career winning his 17th title and and there there's nothing you can gain from that as a company you gain a ton from john cena winning and ending the reign of roman reigns are you sure his, about that i'm i'm 100% sure i was the guy that was rick rick flair's records never going to be broken well I couldn't have been more wrong. I think the WWE wants to distance themselves from Ric Flair as much as they can right now. Did you see the video uh, of him like wrestling with Jay Lethal in a? I did see that. <laughs> My God, <laughs> he he looked better than us, Jim. Well, but that's not hard. That's not. That's not that's difficult. Not hard. No, but I think the WWE's put themselves in a spot where they don't have any legitimate contender to Roman Reigns legitimate enough he he's beaten everybody there's nobody left so you he hasn't pinned seth rollins somebody like a john cena and then somebody can beat john cena uh it's no different in my opinion than um the undertaker's streak did that really launch brock lesnar did did brock lesnar's career trajectory change any bit by the one being you know the one in the one, the one in twenty one like, and one is is that really long title reign after he became would the would one he have in had that anyway it was it's I I, I do kind of agree Ryan with Ryan there that I think Lesnar probably could have could have had that run without the streak but then you don't burden anybody like an up and coming blue chipper like Theory his name's Theory not Austin Theory that's what I was referencing when I said I didn't see it um, got it. Did you see the match Burden, though? Burton, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> burdening him with with carrying not only a new title reign, but being the one that defeated Roman Reigns after such a long historic run. Give it to John Cena. Cena can handle it. He's gone in a couple months when he gets defeated by a Seth Rollins or somebody like that, and and you move on. Okay. So I think it is needed, or you let it go the whole way till next year. And The Rock knocks him off or something. I don't fucking know. But the if Rocks. you wanted to get the belt off of him, the Rock you wins could the do title. it with John Cena. Okay. Matter, Tim? I think that it makes sense, but they, I mean, they've already had Cena floated out there as the possible one to knock him off as the head of the table last summer. And the return was fun. It, it got a huge pop, but got those John Deere think... T-shirts. <laughs> I don't think that John actually getting the belt. I don't think it does anything to the extent that that Ryan's talking about. I understand not putting that on an up and comer, um, but I think there are still at least enough people that are believable that could knock roman off at this point they just have to make that storyline and they have to start relatively soon uh, unless the plan is to have him lose it to the rock at wrestlemania um so man i hate I was, that more. i i hate that idea more than cena who who is left that's more believable than brock lesnar there's nobody left you can say seth rollins and just because he hasn't wrestled Seth Rollins doesn't beat Brock Lesnar. Not right I now. I mean, A plus B equals C or whatever. Like you, 
Not right There's now, nobody. but they, they have the opportunity to build a storyline like that with someone that they have on the roster. I mean, not not that I necessarily want him to be the guy, but isn't Drew McIntyre believable as a guy that could beat Roman Reigns? And they haven't met in the in, in the ring, I don't believe. God, I, I hate that so much. Like, I'm, right, I'm not saying I... Uh, okay, that's fair. Like, I'm not saying I, that I, I want mean, that, yeah, but it's believable. That we hate. Like, do you like Cena winning the belt? I hate it more than you know. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> what about way, I we're and I mean, hate, likely we're going to hate whoever it is that finally. It, let me put it this not, It's not Cody. Let, let me put it I to you this Cody. way, Ryan. Is there anybody that you would love to, that would you would love to see do it right now? I would love to see. Marco's done. <laughs> Jay Uso. In a throw in the towel match. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that uh, or, or the other Uso, whichever one is sober he, at the time. He's got <laughs> that one, and then the man, other one throw the towel uh, in. Way out of line. Way out of line. Uh, <laughs> um, he's got two towels. He has to make the choice. Right. right. <laughs> That'd be Matt's dream, right there. One towels for Roman. One towels for Jay. And he's standing in just a swatch of paint. <laughs> That's what he goes hard in. Just draws down. He's got the paint on the, on his face. Um like if if they're if and I guess like as of the time we're recording this, we still don't explicitly know if the titles are unified unified or if Roman's just holding two belts. Like I know they're calling it the undisputed unified World Galactic Universal Champion or whatever WWE is marketing it as. But we don't – they haven't explicitly told us that to, you defend one, you defend all sort of a deal. Like, we, we still don't know that for sure. Like, if, they're, if, if both can be defended separately, I still say Cody should win the WWE Championship. But, like, if, if it's a unified – to me, that's a different story. I don't think Cody – is that guy I, he could be that guy but i don't necessarily think he is that guy because if you're going to do that you need to do it you need to do it before SummerSlam. to me Co cody's value will be no higher than it is between now and SummerSlam. here's the thing so first of all wwe is the according to wwe.com roman reigns is listed twice once is Universal Champion, okay. once is WWE Champion, split titles. Okay. One guy, two belts. That's fine. The thing about... Two girls, one cup. Two, yeah. Two, two, two belts, one Roman. <laughs> two Usos, could, one towel. Oh, right. my. Could, could John Cena believably take a title off of Roman Reigns? Yes. Could Drew McIntyre? Yes. Could Cody? Yes. Could Seth? Yes. Could anyone? Also, yes. I don't think that this this reign ends anytime soon. And the WWE has all of the time in the world to make somebody to put steam behind a guy to beat Roman. There's plenty of time. And, and here's the thing, too. Coming up, 
not this month, but next month is Money in the Bank. No, no. Next month is Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then the month after that. We have Backrash and then Hell in a Cell. And then we have two July pay-per-views. Hell in a Cell in in June just explodes my brain. That's well. That's WrestleMania Hell in a Cell, so it's a little different. <laughs> no, no, anyway. and then we have WrestleMania Money in the Bank in the start of July. Yeah, and so you and see then, the new Vince shirt about that. Uh, the No, no Chance, Chance in, in Vegas, Vegas or whatever, dude. They're just rolling out the Vince. Mer- I I still love that. Like a year ago, like Meltzer reported that like we'll never see Vince on TV anymore because he thinks he looks too old. We've seen more Vince McMahon in the last three months that we've seen in years. But, like, there's plenty of time to make somebody believable to end it. I don't think it has to be Brock. There's another guy that none of you, I don't think I heard any of you say I was working on another segment. That's fun. Bobby Lashley has not gone one-on-one with Roman Reigns yet. You're right. He's believable. Sure sure is. He's beat Brock. Um, So it's like... The, the list of viable contenders are there. You want to name you want to name that just came into my head because you brought up Lashley that I would sitting here today hate, but like if we're talking like a year from now, I could potentially see them like building as like a big star. Tamina, almost. <laughs> yes, Matt, <laughs> almost. Like I feel but like honestly, yes. Like I feel like because I mean, here's the deal: if if he continues to get a push and he continues to get work like you can't tell me that a man that large is not believable to be able to beat roman it depends what they do with the gimmick exactly i mean dabakato is believable too well that's not as commander (laughs) that's true but like you know you stick him in a silly ass outfit from somewhere in africa it's not believable anymore omas with mvp as his mouthpiece is to me absolutely believable if they continue to let it play and breathe. The great Kali was the world heavyweight champion multiple times, right? One, once, once, and then he got saddled with Natty and crew because of shit. Yeah, we get it, right? So, <laughs> Kali, Kali, if Kali can be champion that, in this what, climate, was that a gimmick? Like, do they have a, a name for their faction? Was it like the New Oddities? Farts are us. Farts are us. <laughs> is that what it? Is? Well, it was, it was those two in Hornswoggle, right? Yeah, it was like um, it was tall, short, and fart. Fart. <laughs> um, the Fart Foundation. And I don't think it's I don't think it's the Rock. It shouldn't be like, the Rock. Roman. So Roman's reign is currently. Did you say how long the reign actually is? Right I now? did not. He just cleared okay. six hundred days, I believe. Okay, so I will tell you in just a second. So he is at five hundred and ninety-eight days. Okay, but if they're saying it's over six hundred, they're adding the two together. They're adding the two together, which is which brilliant. Is exactly what I prognosticated because now every one day counts as two as undefeated champion so guess whose record is close let's look at 
he's already he, beat he, CM he Punk. Oh yeah, he's okay. So the the list, Punk too, right? the list the list of WWE champions that have had longer reigns. I'm getting there right now. So. Do, 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 do. And, I, and the only reason I'm taking my time is because I want to have the exact correct numbers, number of reigns. So, number one for longest reign in WWE history is Bruno Sammartino at 2,803 days. That Bob Backlund. Standing. Yeah. Backlund is 2135 days. I feel like that's pretty safe too. But that's 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 a long time almost, even even with double reigns. That's almost 6 years. Let let's talk about it though. Then Hulk Hogan The Hulk Hogan. The Hulk the Hulk Hogan is 1474 days. And then Pedro Morales is 1,027 days. Okay, so so if if we're com- if we're combining both reigns and and man, that's such a long time to have one guy holding both belts. If but, we're if we're combining reigns, I mean Morales, not, that's, that's like two years, ten months. Right, but if we're counting them at the same time, the whole Kogan is one year, year is 700 days. Is two. I, I get that. So if it's 598 days and then you add 700, like another 700 days, that's 1300 days. Right. He's about to catch Pedro. So then he holds it. So then that's if he holds it to WrestleMania. So right. he makes it to WrestleMania this year. That's another 700 days total. Right. So why not go to SummerSlam? That's another, what, 240 days after WrestleMania? There goes Hogan. There goes Sam. There goes Bob Backlund. So then the only names above Roman is Bruno and Bob Backlund. And at that point, what's another two oh more God. years? Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, like seriously. And, and people are going to complain. It's like, well... WWE's just gonna milk Roman Reigns for all he's worth, and they don't try anything. Yes, that that is not true. I mean, because to, what they're doing right now is new, right? WWE, and to be fair, yeah, trying something is keeping the title on a guy for four years in 2022. That's trying right, something like different. The longest, like the last time they did it was CM Punk and it was 434 days and Roman Reigns is almost 200 plus days beyond that. Stop. And Roman and as, as great as CM Punk's reign was, he moved merch, but the ticket sales weren't there mm-hmm. and the views weren't there and Roman's getting them there. Right, because you and 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 if there's no one close to stopping him. Why stop him? And we're incorporating social media hits and stuff like that too, because it, that's and much bigger st- part of the game now. And we still haven't gotten to the face run of this title reign. Well, that's all of this is Roman is heel. That's fair. Wait until he flips face and then fights all the heels on the roster. 
I mean, that that's a way to keep it from getting stale. Bruh, yeah. And, and you don't even, and there's two names, and we kind of joked about it, but there's two names that we didn't even really seriously mention as being viable contenders. Tamina. Jimmy and Jay Uso. The entire storyline of the bloodline was Roman beating down Jay into submission to join him and then using Jimmy to get Jay on his side and then using Jay to get Jimmy. If the Usos work together, they could break Roman because they haven't done it together. They have not been a unified force against the big Usos. All it takes is one Money in the Bank contract. And that's what I'm very excited about for Money in the Bank. What if Roman says, Jay, I need you to win the Money in the Bank for the bloodline. I need to make sure that nobody can snipe me. And Jay wins it. And he holds it. And he sits it. And he just waits. And then the right-hand man swoops in. I would fucking and hate that. So much. <laughs> it would be awesome. So Matt, you you, you be hate great. it because you know there's another Christmas t-shirt in your future if that happens. <laughs> and like uh, and that that would elevate Jay Uso to actually being main event Jay. Right, like a single star. Like he, beating Roman Reigns right now height of powers mm-hmm. you are the maidest made man that ever made men in the history of men i mean easy personally that's so good because he'd come to ringside with that briefcase every roman reigns match absolutely be put over his finger Roman's up shoulder the all every time Oh, that's, that's actually time. really good. It'll that's be so right good. there. Man, that's the actually real time. good. That's... And the WWE, I mean, again, this is there's none of this is happening, but they never get credit for like that long story being told. And I think they're already telling it. Yes. And people are forgetting about it. This is one of the, I think the freshest stories the WWE has ever done. Ever. This could maybe top. the best angle the WWE has ever run. There's like two other stories that are historically great stories. Mega like, powers. Well, three. Mega powers Mega explode. Powers. Hulk Andre. And Undertaker Kane. Top of your pee-pee. Oh. Oh. Undertaker Kane. <laughs> Those are the three great WWE stories. I always get that last I don't know, man. We it's just saw May Young's we just saw May Young and Mark Henry's Love Child make his WrestleMania debut. That's pretty hell of a good you story to me. That. One person's hand is another person's Nicholas. What are you going to say? <laughs> um, personally, I mean, I, I love the I love the, the Jey Uso thing. I actually think that's really, really good. Um, I, I, I don't I don't see this run getting to Bruno and Backlund level I, in, in terms of the number of days. I personally, I don't. I could see it hitting the whole Kogan length because that would be. That would put us probably till SummerSlam next year. Um, are is, we are what halfway to the Hulk Hogan? Yes, we're about halfway. About to Hulk halfway, Hogan. and about now halfway. again, every day is two days now. It's two days. Yep. So, um, 
you know, if you're in another a year from now is 700 more days. So that puts you in like the 1300 range, which Hogan's was 1400, you know, from I just looked it up like from now till the end of July, which is when this year's SummerSlam is that's 100 days. So that's another that, that that's 200. So from now till SummerSlam next year would would put Roman Reigns at about the 1500 mark. It would clear that's that's the numbers you have to start doing. If right. He doesn't lose it. If he doesn't lose it at SummerSlam, where does he lose it? I mean, it's 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 mania, right? Like it's mania or SummerSlam, because he won that's it. Six months, right? Like he won, yeah, he won yeah. the. That's a year, right? And every six months is a year, yeah, right? Like right. he, so he he won he won the Universal Title at SummerSlam, right? From the Fiend, did he beat the Fiend? He, no, the night after the the pay per view after SummerSlam, he came back. At no, SummerSlam that's right. He came back at SummerSlam, won it at Night of. That's right. Came back at at uh, SummerSlam, won it at I think Night of Champions. I'm literally um, going to make Ryan quit the podcast. I mentioned Nicholas and never seen it coming in a three-minute span. <laughs> so good. Are you serious? Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it, it, to me, again, Cena makes sense. I'm not, and I'm not denying that John Cena makes sense as the guy. I just don't think he should be the guy, to, to bring it back to the original point. I don't think he should either, but if they want to get it off of him, there's no other guy today or by SummerSlam that is ready. I mean if you're if you if you would want to do it by SummerSlam, it's Cena or Cody in my opinion. I don't think you can do it one belt or the other either. Like I don't think Roman Reigns goes out there and defends the raw WWE championship. See the way I look at it. I hate it's that. Too... I hate him losing that way. Like, oh, Cody beat him, but it was only for the Raw Championship, so his but, long reign. But is see, still the Co- the Cody thing makes sense though, because if Cody, um, if Cody comes out and goes, win, wins Money in the Bank, and he comes out and said, and I know he said on Miz TV that the Unified Universal, whatever, but like he he could win the Money in the Bank and be like, I just want the belt that my daddy never won. Then, my daddy went. Right. Then, like, <laughs> in storyline, though, it makes sense. Would I necessarily like it? I don't know. But it, it, it would at least make logical sense because he, he had that promo the night after Mania talking about, is my daddy didn't win the belt. You know, that's the belt that his dad didn't win. His dad didn't ever have a dream of winning the Universal title. That was not a thing. So... There, I think it would at least make sense. Again, not sure if I would like it, but um, any other thoughts to this? The Cena, the end of Roman's reign, and any of that before we... There is only one other person I think could defeat him. Don't, please. And it's Shane McMahon. <sighs> oh, there it is. Tim, that's on you. You brought up Nicholas. The best This is in all on you. I was fine not saying it all night. We didn't say it on we the Thursday on the live show. show. On Thursday, this is on you. I I'm saw sorry. Rodney tried to make it happen in the comments, he, but that it's not how it works. We have rules around here. I'm not anybody's puppet. No, God no. Sometimes. <laughs> That's fair. Just Tim, do you want me to say War Games next? Shane no. McMahon in War Games. War Games.
War Games! War Games! With this new rebrand, can we just make a truce that, like, we don't do this shit anymore? Game Wars. No! Hell no! (laughs) I gotta find it. Games! War Games! War Games! War Games! I mean, I think we've had the discussion that... That one's probably my least favorite of the ones that we do, just because I it makes that one. zero it, I mean, sense. it's not great, but it was... How did that ever come about? That way we just said... You I say, think I just... Say it backwards, right, like, and then you won't have the sound clip. Right, so then I, because I was unemployed, had the time to make Game Wars. <laughs> sound you clip, play it so. again, I'm going to tell your boss to make you unemployed again. <laughs> you don't know who my boss is. I'll find him. Uh, you actually could. That's the scary part. Um, Excuse me, sir. Someone traumatizes me on the internet every Thursday <laughs> with this sound clip. Please listen to this. That's pretty good. Um, okay. So I, I saw a tweet the other day uh, from at Elite AEW. Um, and they. How are you doing following them? I think somebody retweeted it onto our feed. I haven't blocked all of them yet. Um, but uh, it says, you're starting a wrestling company, but you can only draft five wrestlers from this pick. Uh, which five are you rocking with? So if, if you're uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you will be able to see this. But uh, as, as uh, this is primarily an audio-only uh, situation, uh, as Tim is preparing the, the video, I will read off the names of the AEW wrestlers so that the audio-only uh, crew can hear it. It is MJF. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks, Daniel Garcia, Wheeler Yuta, Hook, Lee Moriarty, Allen Angels, Powerhouse Hobbs, Preston Vance, Wardlow, Ethan Page, Brian Pillman Jr., Swerve Strickland, Lee Johnson, Dante Martin, John Silver, and Max Caster. So if you are starting a wrestling company, but you can only draft five people uh, from that pick... Which five um, are you picking? So, we're going to change it just a little bit. Okay. Because I got I got to work. Is that right? So, if everybody would please feast your eyes Ooh, to the new list. Oh, okay. We have added a row of women. Okay. So, on top of this, you can choose from Jade Cargill. Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Anna Jay, and Jamie Hayter. I can't hear Jade Cargill without thinking of Ryan saying Jade Cargill. I just can't. Hot Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I mean, I would. I can't take. I can't take credit for Hot Goldberg. Uh, Shout out to. Shout out to my boys at We Need Wrestling. Shout out to my boys at Pod Van Dam for mutual having a mutual admiration society for Hot Goldberg, Jade Cargill. So, if you're watching along, you will see our names and a color next to them. So, as we do this draft, when a person is chosen, a corresponding X with their color We'll go over the person's picture until we're done. So um, how do we want to determine the order of this draft? Mm, That's a good question. Whose birthday is next? 
Mine's the beginning of July. I am November. I am October. And I am October as well. So, Big Jim, since your birthday is next, you can personally set the draft order. Now, do we want to do a serpentine draft? Yeah, we'll do serpentine. Yeah. I think that's so the, we're the, in, in the, in the theme of 3CT drafts. So, we will serpentine. So, Big Jim, uh, set the draft order. I will take the first pick. Okay. Lazy. Goddamn right. Um... Tim, I'll give you the second pick. Okay. Uh, Ryan, I will give you the third pick. And Matt, I will give you the fourth pick. And now if you're watching along at home, on the left-hand side of your pane, you see the draft order, Jim, Tim, Ryan, Matt, and then start of the second round and the fourth round and the last round, it will go in reverse order. So, Big Jim, you get to start us off. Where am I putting the first... Red X. <laughs> oh my. Uh, you can put the red X over MJF right there in the top left corner. And why are you taking MJF first? Um, I, I think if you're starting a wrestling company, um, you, you have somebody that you love to hate. People love heels, whether it's to cheer them like me or to boo them like a lot of people. But having a good heel to get good heat right off the bat um, is is the number one start for me. All right, Tim. I'm going with young. I'm going with the future. And I'm going with cool. And there ain't nobody cooler than Hook. There it is. I'm taking the Hook, man. Hook, line, and sinker. That's my guy. Um, Mrs. Big Jim this week commented on Hook's look, like the hair, the thing. Like she just like she's like nobody's like Hook. No, and and that's a hundred percent accurate. Hook is the man, and I I I stand Hook all day. You're a hooker. I I can't wait for the segment Hook's looks. (laughs) <laughs> that was like shorts or something. I don't that's, know. That's, that's good. All right, Ryan. Well, we have had this graphic for a long, long time, and I've had a lot of time to really think about where I would put this first X. And for me, it doesn't get any uh, any better than the up-and-coming Jungle Boy, the Jungle Fella. I would build around him. Uh, I think he has phenomenal looks as well. Has those wonderful long flowing hair. And uh, a famous dead father. And that's really the requirements that I need for my first draft pick. Of course you do. Flowing flowing long curly hair and a dead famous dad. Famous dead dad. Right. If you have a regular dead dad... Cares, right? Or just a famous dad. Or a famous dad. That's right. true. <laughs> That's Hook. Famous dad. Don't need him. Is he that famous, though? You know what? Peter Sinert is up there for me. <laughs> Gabagool. All right. Uh, the, the flowing locks and the famous dead dad of Brian Pillman Jr. weren't enough to... <laughs> I heard him say Brian Pillman Jr., so he's taking... <laughs> there Pillman we go. If he is there on the way back, who knows? Who knows? Fox possibility. Uh, Matt, you are up. I will be taking Wardlow 
with my first pick. I think he has the look. The, the company obviously thinks the, highly of him as well. Um, I think he's someone that you can make the face of an up-and-coming wrestling company. All right, Matt, starting off round two. Yep, and round two, I'm going to start uh, the women's division just because there was one on there that I thought stood out as above the rest, so I'm going to take Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Number one pick in round two. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. All right. Ryan. If Matt is taking women off the board, then so is Ryan. I have spent a lot of time in Tijuana, Mexico, watching this next wrestler. Uh, and she did a lot of stuff in apparently the graveyards of Tijuana. So I will go Thunder Rosa, take her off the board um, with only five women. I feel like it is a priority to gobble them up when I can. All right. All right. Great. Great choice of words. Uh, Tim, we go to you. I did not expect this to come uh, so soon to me. Um, but since a couple of women are taken off the board, I can now kind of rest on my laurels and wait to see what big Jim does with his next couple of picks. So I have the, um, ability to kind of, uh, pick and choose where I want to go. And, um, wrestling is a big man business. I am taking the powerhouse Hobbs. With my uh, second selection, I, I really think that he's the future. He's he's the next. He's the big breakout star coming out after after we get the Wardlow push, kind of done and dusted. Um, time's gonna come for the for the powerhouse to show his stuff. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's real good, real good. Um. All right, for me, I think I'm going to go uh, into the women's division. And um, I think for me, it, it, it's somebody that, that gets a lot of attention one way or the other. Um, and I'm going to go uh, with Tay Conti. I think right now, especially, uh, her and Sammy are um, – whether you love them, whether you hate them, um, you're, you're probably talking about them. So uh, I will round out the second round with Tay Conti. And then to kick off the third round, I will go uh, with a guy recently new to uh, AEW and uh, coming off a run in, in WWE and and. Uh, I think sky's the limit for this guy. We've seen him uh, in the local indies. I'm going to go with Swerve and former guest of this very show, Swerve Strickland. Sounds good. All right, Tim. There's two former WWE picks for Jim. That sounds right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'll stay on brand, Ryan. Some things here, change around here. Other things stay the same. Other things will never, never change. Never change. To... Um... I'm going to dare to dream a little bit. No, and he's in WWE now. Cody is. 
dream. Yes, I know. <laughs> so I am going to get who's on my board. And I am going to take another male. I am going to take absolute Ricky Starks. Ricky's gay. Uh, it's kind of a shock that I took all three members of Team Taz, but I think they're like the three. Maybe not in the exact order I drafted them, but I can see multiple years to come. Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, Hook, all being top household names. I think all of them could eventually find their way into other promotions. And um, it's uh, it, 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 I felt that uh, Ricky Starks at this juncture is a must-need since uh, kind of my power rankings on females have kind of already been taken. It's kind of like you miss out on the, on the kicker, you miss out on the defense. So why are yeah. your exes pink and not orange? That's the real question at this point. Well, you know, question. I have tough questions because I like pink. There we go, uh, Ryan. Were you a big fan of that Aerosmith song, Pink? No, nobody was. Right? Nobody was. No, okay. Nobody was. Yeah, he's Man. too. He's too jaded for that. <laughs> All right, we are living on the edge here. Um, let's see. It's crazy. I, it's crazy. Uh, boy, there's a, there's a lot of crying going on about this wrestler right now. But uh, I think pound for pound, he might be one of the most phenomenally fun wrestlers to watch. If you're watching the video here on the Patreons, I'm going to go right next to Jungle Boy and go Sammy Guevara. I think, uh, man... I could just fucking do some crazy fun shit. And uh and that's what my promotion's all about. Crazy fun shit. There you go. Is that your tagline for the uh, yeah, I don't know I don't know if, if Sammy's father's alive or not, so I don't or, or even if he's famous, so I can't I'm well, off. But he that. doesn't he doesn't exactly have like long flowing hair. Not not since he cut it. He's got but that, if he grew it out it'd be long and flowing. He's got that weird mohawky yeah, spike thing. thing. But hey. You do you, right? You do you. Uh, Matt. Yeah, um, so for my next pick, um, I go with someone that we've seen locally as well around here. Um, someone that I think is, is underrated on the mic and would be great if given the chance. So I'm going to take Ethan Page in this one. He's a former Pokemon champion in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Sure is. He is. Solid, solid pick. All right, Matt, kick us off here in uh, the fourth round. Um, Matt, I do want to point out that you are dangerously close to a tic-tac-toe here. Um, <laughs> so make sure you make this pick carefully. I am, yes. So I am going to go with Wheeler, Utah on this one. I thought you were going to go Darby Allen for the block with, with Ryan, but I guess not. I guess not. Wheeler... Uter. Uter. <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, that puts it uh, to you. 
Jim, I'm glad you put it back to me now. Um, no, not Tamina is her name, but she's not on this list either. Oh, yeah, she's on the wrong side anyway. I will then go for the block against Matt in Hollywood Square style, and <laughs> I am going to go back to the long flowing hair and dead father and go with Brian Tillman Jr. here. And to block Matt, of course. Well, of course. Right, right. A little bit of Marley, defense. You a get your own. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you blew that one, right? Damn it. You blew that one. What What a dummy. What a dummy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim. What a fool. Um, I'm not going to lie. That Wheeler Yuta pick really uh, steams the clam. I bet that's, that stings Tim. It hurts a lot. So you were too busy uh, picking the fuck the world champion though, Tim. So, but yeah, who do you, well, who do you we, have to blame? You know damn well Ricky Starks would have been on that list at this pick. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's not because he's not good. It's because I'm not saying it's not he's undervalued he's not to some. Um, and technically, I missed Wheeler Yuta by two picks. So in the exact same round, I would have taken him, and he was taken. So I feel like I had him valued equally. Um, but with that, I'm taking somebody who I'm surprised is still on the board. Um, I am going to go with probably the most captivating person on this this page. I am going to go with Darby Allen. Ah, and for the block, he blocked you, Ryan. Yeah, that steams my clams too. That that was going to actually be my next pick, Tim. So you you took him at the right time. You took him at the right time. Uh, yeah, it's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I guess it's back to me. I am going to go, uh, and I'm going to go back to the women's division, actually. Uh, and somebody who is a close friend of my first female pick, and that is none other than Anna Jay, uh, will be my next pick. Then kicking off the next round uh, is a guy that um, we saw get just a, a crazy push. I believe it was like last summer, last fall, um, kind of came out of nowhere uh, and just kind of like burst onto the scene. Um, and that is Dante Martin. I think that guy is just an absolute, like just absolutely crazy in the ring. Um, can go out there and probably do just about anything you ask of him. So um, that's the guy I want in my roster. Tim. I really hate you. <laughs> um, not because she is the last person, but I do feel like I I do need to take Jamie Hader here. Um. Not to discredit Jamie, I think of the five women here, I think she's the most underrated. Um, I think there's a lot of upside on Anna Jay, but um, I will take the uh, the downside guarantee on uh, Jamie Hader. All right. Uh, Ryan. This is the time... When I look and I see I've got a Brian Pillman Jr. and a Jungle Boy, and these are great faces, 
that I feel like there is and if MJF is off the board, I think there is one other heel here, and the guy who does absolute magic on a microphone um, raps much better than the aforementioned John Cena. I'm taking Max Caster here. Um, I think we need a, an antagonist um, to foil the fun of the jungle fella, so uh, we'll throw Max Caster on there. All right, solid pick. For Ryan, Matt, goes to you. All right. Uh, well, for no other reason than to get a tic-tac-toe, I'm going to take uh, <laughs> Big Shotty Lee Johnson off the board here with the first one. And for my second... Yeah, let's do it. Let's take Lee Moriarty as well. Oh, four in a row. Connect four. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's yeah. He 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 was smarter than all of us, Ryan. You're smarter than that's all. That's how of us. it works. All right, it goes back to Ryan for this one. What this guy lacks in height, I think he builds up in um in personality uh and overall strength pound for pound might be the strong one of the stronger guys on this list i'm gonna go with john silver he was a beaver boy there, you go. there it is john johnny silver was he ever on the show he was local he was like mm, philly area no. i think no we never had him he on. Was not. all right how about that well i'm still taking him anyway well there you go uh tim <laughs> Again, I'm very surprised he's on this board still, um, but especially for a sixth round pick, I feel that uh, I could use a good sports entertainer on my list. So I'm going to select Daniel oh. Garcia as my last pick. Big Jim, you have one decision to make. All right. And while it's either Alan Angel's or it's Preston Vance. Um, and I'm going to go with the masked man here. I'm going to go with Preston Vance to close out uh, to close out our draft. So, Alan Angels, I'm sorry. Um, you are the one and only pick for intern Mark. I'm sorry. I didn't, ha I, I didn't, I didn't think it had to be this way, but uh, it certainly does. Yeah, it hurts. So. He probably thinks it's... Alan Alda. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or Charlie's Angels. One of the two. One of the yeah. two. Uh, Alan Thick. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, but uh Famous Alan dad, Thick died? Yeah, Alan Thick died, Ryan. And that's his dad? No. <laughs> no, I don't think that's I, I could have picked him then. You could have well, you could have picked Sheesh. Robin Thick. Alan Thick. Robin 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 Sparkles. Robin, Robin. So to Batman break Robin. down the draft for everyone, uh Big Jim went first. He took MJF. Then he took uh I believe you went swerve. Then or you went I went Tay, then Swerve, yeah. Then Swerve, Dante Martin, and then Press Ten Vance. Um I went second. I took Hook. Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, 
Darby Allen, Jamie Hader, and Daniel Garcia. Ryan, you went third. You took the uh, who did you take? You took the Jungle, the jungle Boy first. Fella. Then you went Thunder Rosa. You went Sammy Guevara, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, and then John Silver. And then rounding out the list for going last, uh, Matt went Wardlow, Jade Cargill, Ethan Page, Wheeler Yuta, Lee Johnson, and Lee Moriarty. Hot Goldberg is going to live rent-free in my head for you're welcome so long um so yeah let's let's close out here this is actually a topic that we didn't have time to get to in the uh in the 3ct live uh last thursday um but last week cleared the 22 um year mark in the wwe uh for randy orton and it just it, it just kind of hit me like and it's kind of funny it's like be- a lot of porn there tim <laughs> um it, it's only it's kind of like i i kind of chuckled to myself because randy orton was the guy when we started out this show that the long-running theme of wrong side of 30 uh came from randy orton 33 at the time uh when we started this show and now uh, into his 40s, obviously 42 years old, 22 years in the WWE. He has kind of got, he has gone on record and has said that, um, like he will once, wants to or is willing to go into his 50s. Uh, looking at him now, there's no reason to believe why he can't go for another eight years, uh, in this business, especially if he does some of that tag team work. Um, but like, where, where like where exactly what what's Orton's legacy where does he rank I know I saw a, a tweet or a post from like John Cena that that you know talked about Randy Orton being one of the the best WWE superstars of all time I think Tim you have always been probably the most pro Randy Orton on this show so maybe I'll, I'll lend it to you first like to you where's what what's what's the legacy, Randy Orton? Where where does he rank? Kind of on, on an all time thing. Like I know we've done the Mount Rushmore stuff. I I don't personally I don't feel like he's a Mount Rushmore guy, but I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Uh, is that is that? Do you want me to lead off on the Randy Orton? Yeah one? yeah yeah. Um. Randy Orton, when it's all said and done, will be a top three WWE superstar of all time. Um, as a wrestler, wow. he could be in any era. He could have fit in any promotion at any time, been a top guy. Um, it's also very staggering that the Randy Orton we're getting today is probably the best Randy Orton we've ever seen. And it's 20 years in. Okay. I'll agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. And if he wants to go another 10 years, can't wait. Cannot wait. The guy's in phenomenal shape, especially with the way medicine, like sports medicine is and the way travel is changed. 
he's obviously not going to be like, illegal in the schedule. WWE. <laughs> but he won't he won't be full time schedule. But you know, having Randy come in and do like Undertaker spots, come in and do Cena spots. That's not bad. That's awesome. It is awesome. And <laughs> whatever he can, I think what's really fun is seeing him kind of in this kind of sunset of his career start to like really start to like rub off on the the future of the WWE. He's got Riddle. He's working with the Street Profits. He's working with the the Alpha Academy. Who knows where Randy Orton's going to go next and what he's going to do. Um, I'll always be pro Randy Orton ever since SummerSlam 2002 when he beat, depending on who you ask, Stevie Richards or a shadow or whoever. <laughs> um, Orton's been legit. And I'm I'm glad that he's still around. He he was around when I was 15, and he's around now when I'm 35. So he's he's been world champion 14 times. Um, I, I don't I don't see him I don't see him threatening the the Ric Flair number. Um, but but do you do you think he has another world title run in him at some point? Depending how they play, the you know going back to our earlier topic, if they split titles again or or what have you, um, does the, you know should he have another world title run? Well, let's put it this way: let's say that the Usos do take the Raw tag team titles from our from RK Bro. Oh. There's two people who can get after Roman now. And be real pissed because Riddle, Riddle until Romans until Roman said to go after the titles, Randy and Riddle were cool. That's a then solid point. Sick, then you sick Randy and Riddle on on Roman. There Nothing's out of the realm of possibility. That's fair. Um, yeah, I I think I I think Randy Orton. I mean, without question. Um, and I know we did this with, with Rollins uh, a little while ago, where, where, where does he rank and where, where will history remember him? And, and, and I think people under, underappreciate, uh, Seth Rollins right now. Um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case for Andy Orton, but I think he's, I think he's a, he's a top 10 guy. I mean, the longevity alone, I think has to put you, has to put you up there. Um, and, and you think of some of the feuds he's been in, um, all of the people that he's worked with some, some of, I mean, from the time he came into the company as like this cocky young kid was in evolution, was kind of pushed to the top from the beginning. Um, and, and he's, he's been there ever since, uh, really, and, and, and continues to be one of the best. Um, and I mean, hell, he was one half of the greatest wrestling match of all time uh, at, at Backlash two years ago. So it's it's hard to deny uh, the legacy. But 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 yeah, I think I I I don't personally put him on a on a Mount Rushmore. I don't think he makes a top four for me. 
Um, but but absolutely one of the best. Yeah, I feel like Tim sold me pretty good on that because you started talking. And I was like, yeah, he's probably not top three, top four, top five, probably not. But uh, I think Tim really, really sold me. I just pulled up like his wiki, and I'm like, what, what, what would you consider the low spot of a Randy Orton career? You know, if you want to talk highest highs, lowest lows, WrestleMania low spot, last year. Is it is it the time he spent with the Wyatt family? Is it legacy? Like, what would his low spot actually be? And then you think that's not a bad low spot. Like his lowest low is a pretty big high. Yeah. Uh, right, Tim. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're muted, my guy. Yeah the the lowest low is probably right after he won the world heavyweight title at SummerSlam when Evolution turned on him and then Triple H buried him. Was that was that af- after Legend Killer? That was still during Legend Killer. That was during Legend Killer. Well, it was it was like it was it was the face run, and he becomes like they the man kind of, of blended, destiny. Right? Legend Killer evolution yeah. blended. Yeah, and so I mean, it took a little bit for Randy to kind of get back on his feet after, you know, I mean, what was after that? was that RK rated RKO? No, after that he went back to Legend Killer in. Because he had his program with, um, or sorry, not it was not it was O four. So he had his program with um, Undertaker in O five. Okay. The the match at WrestleMania, and then at SummerSlam. Um, and then after that in O six. I just don't think his like his lows are are very low at all. And here's a guy at his age. We don't talk about a ton of injuries with Randy Orton, other than his shoulder. He's not lately really healthy, and he's not pooping in anybody's bag anymore. So <laughs> that that we know of, that we oh, know that's of. fair, that we know of. So we, he's doing pretty good. That's fair. It's fair, Matt. How and about for you? That alone, I would put him as the fifth person on my Rushmore. There we go. Need a bigger mountain. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I could see top five. Uh, for Randy, and I, I think that um, his acting career certainly would probably be the lows. <laughs> oh, that's fair, that's fair. But that's not something that ridiculous hold against anyone in terms of their wrestling career. Um, so I, I think that when you look at the timeline, even the like, I thought the Wyatt family thing was really fun at that time too so i wouldn't even consider that a low um so i don't remember the original question um but just say what what's what's his to you what's his legacy like where does he rank yeah i would i would put him as a top five especially since he's been wrestling for pretty much the entirety of like my wrestling fandom i would say you know, obviously not there for the early years when I got into it in the, the mid to late 90s, but he's not far off from that. And he's he's been consistent, um, someone you can rely upon. So who Strong do you all put, guy. if Ryan and Matt, if you're putting him at in top five, I'm assuming you're putting him fifth. So what four are better than Randy Orton? 
better? I mean, we're not. Are, what? What? Yeah, how are we quantifying? Are we talking we're doing, sports entertainer? We're doing great. History? We're doing greatest, greatest of, of all time. time. We're doing greatest of all time. And if you've got Randy at five, right? Who's above him? Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H. Uh, probably The Rock and yeah. Hulk Hogan. I would probably put The Rock, not Hogan. I don't want to put Hogan there. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. But his impact on professional wrestling, I don't think we're talking on a podcast right, today and, and, if it wasn't and, for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. I don't like, have to like the guy, but I, his, I've had that discussion. I've there. had that discussion with EJ multiple times. Like Hulk Hogan and Terry are are different entities when I'm talking about this. Like to me when I'm talking Mount Rushmore, like Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler, but I'm not even I'm not he's not he's yeah, not Shawn on michaels doesn't make my he's not on my mount rushmore it's favorite. it's it's hogan it's take is in, in i'm i'm pretty much just doing this wwe like it's it's taker it's hogan it's stone cold and it's probably the rock like triple h is is one of my favorites probably Definitely top five, probably top three favorite. I don't know if, you know, maybe now that we're actually talking it, Tim, you might have talked him out of my top five. I feel like right. you go up to somebody at a grocery store and be like, hey, name a wrestler. They'll name The Rock. They'll name Stone Cold. They'll name Hulk Hogan. They're not going to be like, oh, Randy Orton. Right, but you're also saying you're asking a random schmo at a grocery store <laughs> to name a wrestler, and they're gonna pick the one that they've seen. They're in gonna a movie. pick the popular one. You're absolutely right. No, they're not picking That's a the wrestler. They're picking people. a wrestler in a movie. They're not picking a wrestler. Randy Orton was in a movie. <laughs> was he? Could you name? Does it? that count? It was the Marine twelve rounds too. Ah, it was twelve, 12 rounds too. <laughs> Wolf. And the condemned was he in the condemned too as well? Come on, I think he might have been. That's not great. Um, <laughs> but like, I can see probably none of you put John it. Cena. None of you said Cena. Well, we didn't in your top coming. four or above Randy. Cena would probably would be put... above Randy for me. Like I said, to me, I had Randy probably in my top ten for sure. Top five, I don't He's think he's questionable in, in the top ten. I mean, if you ask Schmoes to name ten wrestlers, I'm sure Randy Orton probably makes come up to at least a handful of lists. And I, I've got him at three, and the only who's people, above him for you? I'm putting a lot into the future for one guy, but I think when it's all said and done, top three is going to be Cena, Roman, Randy. Oh, well, wow, Ron Breaker there, but wow. Nope, Undertaker drops. Undertaker drops. Everybody else drops. Like I think the run that Rick, I think the run that Roman Reigns is on right now is never going to be touched again. I mean, and that's a solid point. And, that I, and, that's fair. Roman, that I believe. And Roman, Roman then takes Hogan out. Good. Because he's got a Hogan <laughs> so, level run. When when you're talking about this, and, and and this is maybe another topic for another. How how would you discredit a Stone Cold Steve Austin out of your top three, other than his matches were the same? Bob, Longevity Bob, Stunner, for Steve Beer, Austin. Beer. He was a I supernova. Mean, his run was really from his big run was from ninety seven until really ninety nine. He gets hurt in two thousand. He comes back in oh one. He takes his ball and he goes home and then he's back or. 
Yeah, he comes back in oh three. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that that topic has has definitely more legs for for this for yeah, the two for lot. the for the Tuesday night show. He is a, he, Austin's run is going to be graded on a skew because his run on top was during the most successful years of wrestling history. Oh no, are you oh, I just had a bad feeling. I just had a bad like I just made a bad comparison in my brain that like you're 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 kind of putting Austin's run the way I view the way I view um Nirvana. Like the reason people love Nirvana so much is cuz they're only around for a short time. Like if like if if Kurt Co- like to me, my opinion has always been like if if Kurt Cobain doesn't leave this world um then nirvana isn't viewed the same way that they are now i mean they had seven years that's still pretty long staying power right and then like you also have to think too like i think i think people love a good tragedy and that's why nirvana's as popular like they they, but they never had the option to fall off the top they never like they 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 never had the option to fall off the mountain. They got to the top of the mountain, and then Kurt died. So people to remember. Pull this it's... back to wrestling, you would say the Stone Cold Steve Austin run was the hottest run in wrestling. I would say no, man. I don't even know who you are sometimes, Tim. <laughs> you can't take Hogan's four years from the 80s out of the question. You can't take Roman's run now out of the question. You can't take you Cena's can because nobody's run. watching. That doesn't matter. Some say that the greatest football game ever played Jim, was between... Okay, we got it. We're, we're already technically over our norm, our, our hour that is a lot of show. I need you to host this. <laughs> this, this one we're going to table. This one I feel like Man. definitely has, has more legs um, than, than where we're at is, is where does Austin's run rank and, and how does it impact his his staying power near the top of the of the business for us. So um, let's go around the room here. Just let everybody know where they can follow you on Twitter. Um, and then we're going to be done here for the first 3CT pod. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Yep, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly as in Philadelphia, the number eight. So it's 3CT affiliate. All right. Uh, Ryan. You can follow me. It's at R Y N E A G L E. So mad. I feel like tweet he's... me and and let me know I'm right here because I know I'm right. It's unbelievable. He's very upset, Tim. Where can if they? You want, if you want to tweet somebody, you can tweet Tim and tweet him an asterisk because that's where he wants to put <laughs> on the Stone Cold Steve Austin run, and it's bullshit. Oh man, Tim. Will you stop? Tim, go ahead. Wait, give him give him where they can follow you. I'm not saying Stone Cold Steve Austin used steroids. There's no asterisk. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> at Not the Tool Man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. Um, thanks for joining us here on the actual like podcast, podcast version of 3CT. And we'll see you back here in a couple of days on Facebook, facebook.com slash three count Thursday. Big Jim, close us out. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you're following the show at three count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This this is like the, the, the this this Tuesday show is like the first time we've ever actually been 
like an official podcast. We've been we've been a live show since day one. So this this really is a, a, a new era for us. So uh, again, thank you everyone uh, for tuning in to this one. Uh, wherever you do that, again, you can get the video portion of this on Patreon, patreon.com slash three count Thursday, but uh, audio every Tuesday uh, on our podcast feed. Thursday night, back live, 8 o'clock, every Tuesday here on the podcast feed. Until next time, uh, go for the pin. <laughs> <laughs>